0: So, Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just
1: happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh, yeah. Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and, of course, the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me well that's not true yeah but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever oh for sure if you're
0: looking to visit Walt Disney World Disneyland sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney our friend Nate from Main Street and more travel can help
1: make your vacation dreams come true no question sweetie and if you've listened to our show for any time at all You know we're big fans of high-end experiences, and that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, You may even
0: save money if discounts become available, because Nate is always looking to make sure you
1: get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so
0: you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to more.com Fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom
1: and Michelle sent you. ¶¶
0: Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> extremely gorgeous, very hardworking <laughs> Walt Disney World on her birthday, loving wife and <laughs> yeah. co host, Michelle.
1: Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody.
0: So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Saturday, May 27th, 2023, and the episode is dropping on Sunday, May 28th, 2023. A very happy Memorial Day weekend to you all.
1: Yeah, hope you're all having some fun time with family and friends and staying safe and just having a good old time.
0: Right, and remembering why we have this holiday, a memorial of all those who, you know, paid the ultimate sacrifice so we can do this podcast that's very true have our barbecues whatever it may be however you're filling this memorial day weekend that's right yeah that's right <laughs> thank you for joining us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website Podcast.com. also you can find us on social media we love interacting with you on social media we got some great interactions this week on social yeah. media Yeah. All about a very special person's (laughs) birthday this week. Thank you all (laughs) so very much.
1: Yes, thank you. Uh,
0: We are on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive
1: Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, that's a great place where you can... um, really share some of the fun things uh, or special things going on in your life so that we can all celebrate with you.
0: Yeah, whether it be Disney related or just personal, we want to celebrate you and your accomplishments and your adventures. So please join in that group and share them with us. Or if you just want to sit there and just kind of just kind of watch. That's fine, too. We just are happy to have you around, for Great. sure. Yeah. Also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Or you can do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new video. Maybe you a couple coming, possibly very soon. Some mm-hmm. stuff that we did this week. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Hey, if you have any questions about... Maybe some you'd like some help with preparing a trip or if you have questions related to any of our episodes or want us to talk about something. Let us know. We'd love Mm -hmm. it. Also, we are coming up quickly
0: on our five year anniversary episode. We'll be doing that in just a couple weeks and we'd love your input into that show. Whatever you want to say about the show, we would appreciate it very much. And uh, it would be a fun way to celebrate
1: that five year anniversary with you. That's right. Yeah. Because uh, you you all give us such encouragement for this this venture that we've gone on, or adventure that we've gone on. And, you know, we just uh, really appreciate that and having the, the ability to provide this. Right. Of
0: course, that five year anniversary will be a celebration of us because it's always all about us. Well, <laughs> It's usually all about me, Uh, but it's also a celebration of you for coming along. Whatever, whether you've joined us from episode one or whether this is your first episode, we appreciate you being along for the journey, and uh, we want it to be a celebration of all Hyperion adventurers.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. Now, before we get into this week's episode, you know we always like to look back at the week that was because eh, there's highs, there's lows, there's twists, there's turns, but we are the Disney show of positivity and. We like to focus on those positive moments, the favorite moments from the week that was. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, (laughs) wonderful, all things great in the world. Yeah, You know she has the best list. She definitely does the best research. (laughs) There's no question she has the best tips. She also almost always has the best, my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what was
1: your favorite thing from this week? Gosh, this was really hard to narrow down because there was a ton of them, tons of really wonderful experiences. Um, but I guess if considering I have to go down to, to selecting just one, I would say um, returning to uh, the Keys of the Kingdom tour at yeah. Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom. Which we'll be telling you about here right. momentarily a lot right. about, for sure. Um, but that was, you know, it was really great being able to do that. Again, it's such a special experience um, in over at the Magic Kingdom.
0: For sure, for sure. And we'll be obviously sharing so much about that coming up here in this episode. And that's also my favorite. Well, not specifically that. Mm. Just being able to celebrate my sweetheart's birthday birthday. At the most magical place on earth was um, my favorite thing from this wow. week. So it's going to be this entire thing that we're about to talk about for our main topic in just a little bit because uh, we had a lot of fun and we can't wait to, to share with you the fun that we had um, despite it being a little bit, a <laughs> little bit more than drizzly, a little <laughs> soggy, I will say. Out there. Right.
1: But you know what, I mean, uh, what's really, uh, and I've put this out on social media that you really did spoil me on my birthday, and that was wonderful, and I'm looking forward to the fact that you were willing to uh, do my birthday dinner tonight, because we were at the parks and enjoying some of the food and things there, and so... Who knows? That's probably going to be my favorite thing of next week. <laughs> See that, about that. Uh, you're well, making sure, me. You better eat it first before you <laughs> claim that as a possibility.
0: No. I have no doubt. No doubt. Uh, we did get some my favorite things from this week mm-hmm. from a couple of our listeners. I'm going to start with Charles from the Conversation Star Wars podcast. Be sure to check them out for some good Star Wars talk and a lot of entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. Great information. Mm -hmm. Speaking of great information, he said, my favorite thing of the week, learning from Michelle that Canada and Mexico are the entry countries on both sides of World Showcase because they are the two countries bordering the USA. That's so kind. Yeah. See, I, as I always say, I <laughs> learned something new from every one of Michelle's <laughs> research pieces. And that's what Charles learned new this when listening to this last week's episode. And I totally
1: appreciate that. Thank you, Charles. And thanks for pointing that out.
0: We also got this from Tony, the Disney dad. He said, my favorite thing from this week is finishing Muppets Mayhem. What a <laughs> great show that was needed during a rough week. Mm, sorry, Tony. Yeah. Uh, I hope we see more of this show and Muppets in general. We agree. It's a great show. We're not quite finished with it yet. I think we have an episode or two left. But, yeah, uh, we're pretty close to the finish. Right, but we've tell. really enjoyed it as well.
1: Right, right. And I think um, Tony was the one initially that pointed out Muppets with legs and it, yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way once you mentioned that, Tony, that how is that going to look? Um, but I've actually learned to be she appreciated. Appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> took right. a, it, took a one or two episodes and <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I'm okay with it. now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, kidding. okay.
0: Also, uh, we did get... um, I'm not going to get too much into it, but we got a really nice email from Sue in the UK Yeah, uh, that she's got some great things planned for the future with a friend of hers. She said she can't share it on the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group because her friend can see her posts, but she doesn't listen to the podcast, so we can celebrate it here. So there might be some good more planning stuff from Sue in the UK uh, coming up in the future.
1: Yeah, and it's great that she's... um, thinking of, or planning a, a big trip like that and involving her friend to be a, a part of that experience with her. So we're, we're so happy for her. Um, and, and Sue really gave some really nice compliments. I'm, I am really honored and humbled by, you know, all the kind things that she said about our podcast, about the information that we, we share and our positivity. And, and that's why we do it. You know, we want to be, ourselves focusing on positivity, but but we certainly um, can't thank you enough and appreciate that feedback and Mm -hmm. uh, very, very touched by that email
0: and yes Sue, we do plan on trying to figure out a way to connect with you for oh, that yeah. drink uh, somewhere on the walt disney world resort when you get out here with your friend for
1: yeah sure. i mean the other thing that really made a, at least made me really smile is you know she talked about listening to our episode um over a glass of wine out on her her patio and that really was so touching and we'd love to hear from from you all too if you know, there's a way I know the the cottons a lot of times. Yeah, they have breakfast on the weekends. Yeah, and listen to the show. They've told to, us many times, which so, is fun. So, um, you know, we just we get a kick out of hearing how people are listening to the episode. So feel free to share that with us. But um, again, a big shout out and thanks to Sue for the most wonderful email Yeah, it was very sweet it was
0: very sweet so thank you very much now that was last week let's go ahead and start heading into this week's show we have lots of stuff for you this week including the live action the little mermaid has hit theaters and we'll tell you about some experiences you can enjoy based on the yes hit film we Mm -hmm. can say it now it is a hit And people are loving it. We probably are going to see it sometime this week, I think. We're Mm -hmm. going to try and get out and see it. We'll tell you about it if we do uh, on next week's episode. But um, people are saying really good things, so I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. Also, if you're a Walt Disney World annual pass holder, well, we have some great news Mm -hmm. for you about that as well. But that's later. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. mentioned for this week's show we went ahead and planned a nice little it wasn't like a week-long stay but it was a nice little three-night four-day stay Mm -hmm. at the walt disney world resort to kind of celebrate michelle's birthday
1: yeah yeah i mean well and and tom's been working really hard lately and kind of had a brutal schedule and so having some time where we can just be away from here and decompress and enjoy each other and enjoy having time at the parks and at the resort it's great
0: yeah it'd been a while since we'd had like a few nights in a row to go to disney yeah. to do some things you know we've done one night stays we even like i think for our run disney event we did a two night stay but we haven't had a little bit longer right. time to go to the park and obviously like i said this wasn't a week stay uh, but it was good to get a few extra days yeah. in than what we've been doing more recently. And that allowed us to do some new experiences that we have never done before or haven't right. done in a long
1: time. Yeah, yeah. So let's
0: talk about let's, it. Let's. Well, you know, we will because... <laughs> It's all about us. We have to talk about us. (laughs) We're going to review it. That's right. That's right. So this trip uh, took place from Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023, and lasted through Friday, May 26th, 2023, which was Michelle's birthday. Mm -hmm. So... We wanted to have some good fun during that time. It uh, started out on, on Tuesday. We, we went out and drive early in the morning out to Epcot. Yeah. And we got to experience a little bit more of flower and garden. And particularly the thing that I wanted to try that we did not have the opportunity to try the last Couple times we had visited during Flower and Garden. That was the Brunch Cot Marketplace to try out some of the food there. Yeah. We were able to get the Lox Benedict Mm -hmm. and the Shrimp and Grits there, which people have been raving about the food there. Last time we were there, the line was like ridiculously long. Yeah. uh,
1: By far, never saw a line that long for a one of the kiosks on the festival right so
0: this time there was very little line so we went right up there and got them and what did you think about both those dishes michelle
1: i really liked both of the dishes quite a bit um i for the for the shrimp and grits um had really nice flavors the shrimp was cooked perfectly um sometimes when you get them they're a little overcooked or I, i think sitting there for a while they might get overcooked um and it wasn't that. It was very tasty, um, very creamy grits, mm-hmm. you know, so they were delicious. And for the um, the Eggs Benedict, I thought I was really surprised that it did have um, a runny yolk. yolk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So um, it was really, really delicious. Um, so I enjoyed both of them. What I, about you? I
0: thought both dishes were good. I really liked the lox benedict. I'm a person who loves lox, mm-hmm. loves smoked salmon i love a good benedict. Right. Um I thought this was was very well done, very good. Um as far as the shrimp and grits, I thought it was good. Um I like a little more spice in my shrimp mm-hmm. and grits. I think you liked it more because you don't like as much spice right. in your shrimp yeah, and grits. Right. Yeah, it had a
1: little bit of a but it was more of a, a gravy than right. than uh something that would be as right. hot spicy. But
0: it w- it was good. It just I like when I get shrimp and grits, I expect that balance between the like the andouille and you know the you know, the spiciness of that, the creaminess of the grits to kind right. of cool that down, and the shrimp in there mixed in with it. Right. And everything. and this didn't quite have that but i did i did think it was it was good it just wasn't
1: the shrimp and grits that i like well it because it didn't have the sausage right you know so it wasn't yeah. trying to create that type of a shrimp and grits exactly so, and um, yeah right.
0: exactly that's what i'm saying yeah. it was good yes. it just isn't what i would right. if i'm right. ordering I get what shrimp you're saying. and grits yeah. what i like so much but you liked it and mm-hmm. that's that's great and you may like it too if you like your shrimp and grits like that i'm yes. just trying to if you're expecting you know a, a more spicy new orleans style shrimp and grits right. that's probably
1: not what this is yeah i don't know what kind this was it whether it was more of like <laughs> maybe more texas or something north it so has a gravy yeah well, more northeastern
0: i don't know although yeah. grits aren't really a northeastern thing but it kind of reminded me more of those flavors so i don't know but it was good yeah uh, don't get me wrong it right. was good it just wasn't like we had I had the shrimp and grits at the restaurant at Disney's Vero Beach Resort mm-hmm. the week before and that was more right. like what I expected yeah. shrimp and grits right. so for me personally sure so um actually we didn't get that much more to eat we went over to Mexico again and got the quesadilla mm-hmm. and the taco right. again which it's we had told really you about a few light. episodes ago um was great again. Yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, I actually thought this these were a little bit better even. Mm, okay, so, but there you go. Yeah. Um, and then we just
0: kind of explored Epcot, which you know, which was really fun. Kind of went walking through some of the grounds, explored some of the pavilions a little bit more right. in depth, took a lot of pictures,
1: and uh, just kind of enjoyed the day. Yeah, I mean. Uh- I mean, we're, we're very fortunate to be able to get to go out to the parks more frequently, especially now that we, we live closer. And especially, we've been to Epcot recently a lot. Right. Um, and I think since we've been going with the festivals, we've been focused on the festival food, you know, trying out some, you know, like the newer attractions of Remy's and Cosmic Rewind, things like that. But this time, you know, what we haven't done in a long time is just actually go through and look around at the pavilions, kind of like new toys. Walk touristy. through the Marius Gardens and right. such. Right, yeah. right. And so I, I think that was really kind of a, a fun day experience that we haven't taken advantage of in a while um i know that we had talked uh, i put in the newsletter a couple weeks ago about um a garden in japan pavilion that um where it's with bamboo poles and they fill up with water and then they clink and so um there were many of those. I think many of those. Yeah, yeah I, think I, were count, a lot. I think I told you I counted like twenty. I may not have even captured all of them because I didn't count right away. Um, but they also did some really cute things with it where they would tie strings so then it would not just bang, but it would have string tied to like a wind chime or some musical instruments. Yeah, like they had a tambourine. Would, you're right.
0: They would hit drums. Or, right. Yeah.
1: Different yeah, different, um, techniques of, of what they had on display with, the, with those. So the, that was fun to just go through and, and, experience some of, like you said, the gardens and really appreciate some of the, the pavilion gardens. Obviously they have some extra things too, because it is flowering garden, um, festival time, but even just some of their core gardens are really beautiful and are not to be missed. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think we have kind of overlooked them.
0: Right. Another thing that we experienced, this is actually the second time we experienced it, but we are happy to see that this is back. Because for so long since COVID, you know, mm-hmm. struck, uh, the UK pavilion has been missing that entertainment kind of in that back area right. where they have the little, the pavilion within the pavilion there. Yes. Um, well, the, I'm yeah, happy to tell gazebo. you, yeah, gazebo. Thank you. Um, I'm happy to tell you that music is back there. They are back playing, you know, hits of the 60s, 70s, 80s, even yeah. some more modern stuff. Right, um, UK theme. British music, British essentially, music. yeah, yeah. Um, back there. And it's it's a fun stop uh, to check out a few songs uh, uh, several different times during the day.
1: Right. I mean, they, they do a, a really spectacular job, too, of, you know, trying different... T- decades that they're they're capturing you know many people's interests um you know they're they're talking to the audience as well they do they are successful at rallying a lot of people behind around that area to listen to them so that was you know really awesome like you said to see that again
0: and if you forget to check the times when they're going on you can't miss them as you're walking by the (laughs) pavilion because you'll hear them. Right. Uh, Right. I mean, it's not
1: like it's loud. Like
0: it's, Oh my gosh, that's so loud. Uh, no, but you'll be able to hear them as you're walking by and know, Oh, I better take a detour back there and and check them out. Right. uh, Right. Yeah. uh, Good rock music for sure.
1: Right. We also did wine tasting at, at, uh, the Germany Pavilion. Yeah, we got a couple of
0: Rieslings, a couple mm-hmm. different Rieslings that we, I well, wouldn't we call it a wine
1: tasting. We just right. decided we
0: each wanted a glass of wine. Well, they <laughs> they do small, right.
1: they were the small tasting kind of size. <laughs> we just decided,
0: hey, this is a good place to stop and get a glass of wine. So we went in there and, and got a glass of wine because uh, uh, Michelle's a big fan of Rieslings. So we wanted to try yeah. a couple of Rieslings and uh, they, they were good. As a matter of fact, we ended up picking up a couple of bottles of uh, one of them.
1: Right. Yeah. One that we both liked mm-hmm. uh, from the two. That we tried. I mean, and it was also surprising to me to see fairly reasonable prices for their wines mm-hmm. that they were selling at that pavilion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that yeah, it was good. Yeah,
0: it's good. So we just basically walked around. It was a little bit hot, uh, a little bit muggy, but not mm-hmm. overbearingly so. But the, the the storms were moving in. So yeah, we... we
1: were seeing the clouds really changing. Right. Uh, so
0: as soon as uh, we, our room became available at our resort. It was time to head on over there. And where we were staying was the Copper Creek Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Now, this is our first time. Staying at the Copper Creek Villas, we have stayed at the, the you know that lucky one time you may right. remember it from several episodes ago where we got to stay at the Cascade Cabins. Yeah, um, this was a little different. This was a deluxe studio room at the Copper Creek Villas. Um, it is one of our home resorts now for DVC, so we wanted to check it out.
1: Uh, what did you think about that room, Michelle? Oh, I liked it. Um, it's interesting. A couple things about this resort. You know, some resorts you can pick views. <laughs> um, this one, you, you don't get to pick views, You but you do get to pick the shower style that you like. So they, they have walk-in showers or standard tub with a shower head. Um, the walk-in showers has the rain shower o- overhead, um, and as it says, it's a walk-in, so it's just got the doors to, to the shower. Um, but, so you're really not sure what view you're gonna get, and but I think we were really fortunate. We we got a room um, that was kind of overlooking more towards the adjacent yeah. portion of which is Boulder Ridge. Um, so we had like a little area that was like a little grassy area and had some trees in the background. It wasn't an area that had a lot of people walking by, so it was a little bit more. Um, calming type of environment um so so in terms of view that was that was kind of really nice the layout is one that is typical of a dvc studio so you have um a queen size bed and then a fold out couch this one was the couch it's not not the murphy co- bed not type converted to the murphy bed um type um you know and then your little um kitchenette, so the little refrigerator and coffee maker, Mm -hmm. toaster, microwave, things like that. Um, But yeah, I thought it was convenient and a lovely overlook that we had so that we could sit out on the balconies. Yeah. several times throughout the day we
0: spent a lot of time out in the balcony it was a very calming very peaceful view mm-hmm. and we had uh it was a relatively soggy trip so that we had spent a lot of times out there just kind of watching the rain right which kind of fit through a, you know a, a, the theme of the wilderness lodge which is kind of a pacific northwest right. theme so the rain almost kind of fit uh for it uh, while we were out there um yeah we were in room uh 3112 um so it, it's it's technically the third floor but from the lobby as close to the lobby it was more like the second floor <laughs> right um because the first floor doesn't start till like midway down because if you know the wilderness lodge it kind of slopes the 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 um siding slopes down right. towards bay lake and down by the main pool um so the first floor rooms don't start till a little bit later on right. down the row uh, so, you know, we were technically on the third floor, but if you were coming up from the lobby, it was the second right, floor. It's right, just one floor up. Right. right. Um, but we really enjoyed the view. Um, we had really easy access to the lobby. Um, uh, mm-hmm. it was really, really close, uh, which made things easier. We, we just love the wilderness lodge in general. It's right. such an interesting, uh, layout. Uh, if you don't know where the Copper Creek villas are, so the, 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 the resort lays out, there's the Boulder Ridge, which is a separate building, mm-hmm. um, a little bit away uh, from the actual main lodge, the lobby and everything. Um, on one side, it has regular resort rooms. Right. And then the other side, the other wing, has these Copper Creek Villas. They used to be resort rooms. They've transformed them into uh, these Copper Creek right. Villas. And so right. this, like was our, right. and this was our first chance to stay at them.
1: And yeah. we, we enjoyed it very much. Right, right. Yeah, I they, they don't have um, quite as many of the studios that you would see at some of the DVC resorts. Um, So they do have more of the one bedroom and two bedroom, but but you can obviously get... the the studios as well. Um, But yeah, it's very cool.
0: It was very cool. Uh, We enjoyed it there and we will be staying there again. Now our first day there, as I told you, it was raining a bunch and we had a little issue possibly with that because not only was there rain, there was it's Florida. There was a lot of thunder and lightning in the area. And that night we were supposed to be going to the Disney vacation club moonlight magic event at Typhoon Lagoon. So we spent much of the afternoon Wondering whether that event was <laughs> no. going to actually take place. Luckily for us, it
1: did, sort
0: of. <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: it, it did. Um, you know, and you know, kudos to DVC and and their their crew. They really did want to make sure that, if possible and it's safe, they could, you know, offer that service because it's not something that they could easily just. Um, changed to a different day. And, you know, especially knowing that some people were making these reservations based on knowing that the, uh, that event was going to take place. But when we first got there and they did allow you to go in, um, before the event started. And so once when we first arrived there, it was actually, you know, somewhat clear weather. Yeah.
0: We actually got a, a lull in the rain, um, from around, 6 p.m. to I want to say about 7 30 or 8 p.m. Right, right. Um, so we were able to get in there and, um, and, and find a nice, actually a nice spot, uh, under an umbrella, right. which or we just got in very, case. We, <laughs> yeah. which we very, got very luckily lucky
1: about. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you've gone to the Moonlight Magics in the past, you know, that they, you know, they provide you snacks, you know, like ice creams and, um, popcorn, popcorn, and some sodas and things like that. Right. Um, they actually gave when you got there they they gave us each a uh, glow in the dark cup. Yeah, so was we could kind have of a nice souvenir cup. We
0: could have taken that and gone to any of the uh, fountain drink areas right. and reloaded that as many times as we wanted to. Yeah, we never did,
1: but we could have done right. that. We did take advantage of the free ice cream. Right? Yeah, you had as much as you want of Mickey bars and Mickey ice cream sandwiches. They also had um the the strawberry, the strawberry fruit, fruit, bars. Fruit, fruit bars i think they might have had other flavors too i'm not sure um and then they also had like um apple slices and grapes and things like that in case so, you wanted to be healthy whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever with that right right um, yeah they did have some of their their restaurants opened and and their lounges open if people wanted to purchase additional things. Um, but we headed over to the lazy river. Yeah, that was, that
0: was my whole goal. (laughs) Look, we are not water park people. That is why we haven't really talked about Typhoon Lagoon (laughs) or any of the other ones on this show. We're just, we're not water slide people other than like we did the water slide, the little two story water slide at Vero beach the other other week. Um, it's just not our thing, but a lazy river. That's my thing. (laughs) Like, if I can just sit and float, I'm good. And so that's what we did. Uh, and it is a really, really long, lazy river. It's yeah. like 2,000 feet long. It takes you like 20 to 25 minutes to
1: circumnavigate the right, whole thing. Right, right. If you want to stay on the whole thing. You don't have to. They have entry and exit points throughout mm-hmm. Um the You can course. almost use it as a
0: mode of transportation to get from one part yes, to true. another part where there's an attraction, uh, you know, a water slide or whatever that you want to go on. Right, yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. So in that regards, it's it's good. But you know, and, it, and you can everybody there is having a good time. Everybody's in a great mood because they're there for this event and, and things like that. We actually um, started going a second time around, but that's when there was some that's when the rain started yeah. well, happening. Well, we did do a full, complete second yeah, time we did. around. Yeah, We did.
0: Uh, but yeah, that's when the rain started, and that's when the lightning started. And right. uh, we decided, you know, maybe it's not. Let, let's go ahead and
1: get out and, and go get some ice cream. That's when we went and got our right, ice cream. Right, right. We hadn't had a chance to get the ice cream yet. And, I mean, we knew they weren't going to let us continue in the in the water if it wasn't safe. You know, so the storms may not have been quite as close. Um But it was also, we had already gone twice. (laughs) Right. So we were trying to figure out what what to do with the rest of our time. We had some ice
0: cream. um, We checked it out. We walked around a little bit. Saw they had had a DJ playing and some dancers out there. But by this point, the skies were opening up. And it was, I mean, it's one thing. You're wet, but this is just water coming down on you the entire time you're there. And you could tell there was a lot of people that weren't as lucky as us that got some uh, umbrella, you know, spot uh, that we're just trying to find a place, even though you could be wet, you're in a water park. Uh, this was a little much and it was a little chilly. I mean, for Florida, especially when you're completely soaked, um, they were just trying to find any uh, refuge they could find anywhere.
1: Right. Exactly. You know? And so that was, you know, like Tom said, we felt lucky that we did have, um, some loungers that were under the umbrellas and it it also helped protect our, um, our gear, that we brought, you know, like our little bag, but, um, they do have lockers there. If you'd Mm -hmm. wanted to rent lockers, you could do that. I mean, they, they do have a lot to offer there. Um, this particular night, the dancers were great. Uh, It it was unfortunate because once it really did start pouring, they really stopped it and made sense. I mean, they, they need to be safe and dancing on a wet stage is not necessarily the safest thing. Right. But, but the, the DJ, DJ kept the party kept going. going. Yeah.
0: Yep. The DJ kept the party going. He was kind of in a little tent there so he could um keep the tunes going right. as the evening, as the rain was coming in. Um, and they had
1: the wave pool going. Yeah. Oh, you know, the, they, I they mean, had...
0: again, if you, it, it was fine in the water. Like yeah. I wasn't even, the water was warmer than it was
1: outside. Right. I was just going to say the warm water was. When really I got it, nice. when I got in the
0: lazy river, I felt good. When I got out of lazy river, it was like, brr. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird for Florida, especially in May. You know, it's really yeah, strange. Yeah, late May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was, we had a good time, but eventually, you know, we got to the point where it's like, okay, you know, we're not really water slide people and it is just pouring on us. Right. Yeah, maybe we've done our, our bit right, right here. You yeah. Know? So yeah. we ended up calling it a night, but we did have a good time during the couple hours that we did spend there.
1: Yeah. And it was nice getting to see Typhoon Lagoon. You know, we had really never gone there before, Um, you know, and it's certainly not something that we dislike if we mentioned to oh, yeah. each other if family members or friends came into town and they wanted to go there, we'd be happy to accompany them. You know, it's just not where we would normally venture to on right. our own.
0: It's but, not something we, like this was included with our being a Disney Vacation Club right. member. So, you know, it's it's free for the, I mean, we pay a lot for Disney Vacation Club, <laughs> but we didn't have to pay anything extra to go to this right. event. So that's fine. As far as paying something to go to this park, eh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's my thing. Again, it, mostly because we're not big water slide people. The Lazy River's fine, but I don't know if I can uh, justify $60 worth of Lazy River.
1: Right. I mean, they do have some specials going on for DVC mm-hmm. members, for annual pass hold members. Um, you know, so this is, if if you're thinking about it, um, this is probably a good time yeah. to to try it out because you can get some good discounts. And if you're a water park person, I think this
0: is, this place is fantastic. I think you're gonna love it and you should definitely check it out, especially in the summer and the hot months, you know, to take that kind of that day away from the parks where you can kind of, you know, you can still have some fun, especially with the kids. But maybe you don't you don't want to walk through the park all day. Right. It was a great spot, by the way. Lazy River, uh, flotation devices are just there. Yeah. You can pick them up. You can pick one up at one of the spots, or you just walk into the water and eventually one will
1: just float down to you. Yeah. Some people have abandoned it, and they had different kind styles. So. Yeah. Um, singles and doubles, but even within the singles, they have different types that you could either like a more like of an inner tube or types that you could sit more. Mm-hmm, which and, was the one we liked. Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah. so and, and they have fun little things. Throughout the Lacey River that you can Yeah, spend. little water things Sprays that spray at stuff. you and yeah, stuff.
0: It's pretty yeah. fun. Uh, but we had a great time. Uh, again, we cut it short, uh, shorter than probably we had planned. But the, you know, at some point, the rain was just enough for us. We're like, eh, we're good. Yeah. Uh, so we headed back to the resort. And we had a big day planned for the next day. Right. That's also why we cut it short. Because on Wednesday, May 24th, we decided that we were going to try and do... The early entry mm-hmm. to Disney's Animal Kingdom Park because yeah. we wanted to get out there on some of the stuff that we, you know, if you wait a little longer, you're going to wait a little longer.
1: For. Yeah, right. Yeah. Th- that's a park that some of the attractions are really uh, have long queues unless you're doing Genie Plus or right. Lightning Lane. So, you know, I mean,
0: so what that is, if you don't know what early entry is, if you're staying at any Disney resort, any Disney resort and going to any of the parks, they will, you can get into them a half an hour before what is actual rope drop we're actual opening of the park so right. you can actually go in and uh you know Do maybe get a sometimes. couple of attractions in right um before the the rest of the masses yes um, come join in and um, it was great we went and did Kilimanjaro Safari you right. know and uh, be- almost walk almost walked right on mm-hmm. and it was great
1: yeah yeah and you know so and that's a, um another park too that early in the morning that's where you tend to see the animals a little bit more lively mm-hmm. and, and things like that's that. That's it. We wanted to be there in the morning because the uh, and as the, the day heats
0: up Right. most a lot of the animals won't be as active. Sure. Um so we wanted to make sure and get there there and check out the animals in the morning. And um, we did. We even got a, a white rhino, a young a young white rhino right. that decided to just park himself right in the front of our our, our truck. Right, you know, and just just in the just, pathway just, there, just, just just right in front of it. Just like walked up and just stopped right, right in front of him. So we sat there for like five minutes waiting for this white rhino to <laughs> move.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm sure. It, plus, if you've seen the Disney Plus um, National Geo um, ep- episodes about disney's animal kingdom you, you probably are well aware of this already but you know they do love to give the animals their freedom of choice and so but it was interesting here um the other thing we noticed at, at disney world is there was a lot of people in training you know for summer jobs all, yeah all through the park all there, through the there,
0: everybody's getting there there are new hires everywhere
1: right so on this particular um truck that we were going through the um Kilimanjaro Safari on, had somebody being trained and so she it was kind of interesting to hear their dynamics and talking you know like at what point so it was like as long as one of the the rhinos feet or toes were touching the designated pathway they would stop yeah. you know and then they'd have to radio so that everybody else would know to kind of stop because otherwise it'd be a Traffic jam, of, right?
0: Uh, the animal safety, of course, and of course, the guest safety mm-hmm. were primary, uh, as they always are uh, throughout Disney resorts, but definitely through this. And uh, then they did a great job with yeah, it. Yeah, they know. didn't
1: do anything to try to like no. scare it away. That no horn blowing or anything like that. We just, the, I think they actually kind of turned it to idle, and we just sat yeah, and just sat and waited, waited, and eventually the little
0: little rhino decided to move along. Yeah. And, uh, there, there we go. <laughs> Um, so we did that and then it was time to do what you always do when you go to Disney's Animal Kingdom and that is Rope Drop the Nomad Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> because why wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Um, uh, Nomad Lounge was great. Um, it, it always is great. Um, interesting drinks. It was such a wide drink selection and some interesting food and we sampled some fun food while we were there. Yeah.
1: I mean, depending on what time of year and everything, uh, also th- when that, lounge will open sometimes it's at 11 on this particular day it was 10 30 um you know because we it, like to drink at 10 <laughs> we wanted to get a good spot right. that's the whole thing and you know again i've gone at times and we're seen, definitely on vacation we're drinking at 10 30 right
0: <laughs> man
1: i know it's on your mind right now <laughs> Well, it's way past 10.30 as we're recording this. It's we can true. drink right it's now. True. It's true. Okay. Um, but anyways, it, it's cool that, you know, if you're looking to get, a, a, especially like if you want a seat that you particularly want to choose, whether it's outdoors or indoors, getting there before opening is your best bet. Yeah. You know, because there is a line that sometimes forms... It's a, a very different. popular spot. Yeah. It's I mean, sometimes the line is long. Sometimes it's not. This particular day wasn't. Um, And if you don't get there when it's that time you can always check back later they also have the the we're on the my disney experience app you you can do yeah join the walk-up line um queue and things like that but um yeah i was really excited that they had some specialty menus for um asian specific heritage month
0: yeah uh, yeah, that was uh, we had some, and we tried a little bit out of that. Mm-hmm. We, you one had a cocktail. Oh my god, that was a uh, was it a mango something cocktail? I can't remember exactly what it was, but yeah, it, I it think, was tasty.
1: Yeah, um, it it had vodka, mango puree. Um, it didn't have like banana rum in there or something maybe, as well. And Coconut like milk, coconut and, milk. And, yeah, yeah. Um, it was lovely, and it was it was it wasn't like a really strong cocktail, but it was definitely you know, had some substance to it, but it was just really refreshing and nice. And I could, I could definitely appreciate the, you know, the Asian and tropical influences. Yeah. So we got that. Uh, I I also got a cocktail and we got
0: the, uh, they had another dish that was part of that Asian Pacific Heritage Month, or which was uh, a crispy chicken wing Mm -hmm. that kind of had some asian sauces and stuff with it and even
1: like a a caramel sauce yeah it was really
0: really good we had that and then we went with some old standards of the the pork ribs that Mm -hmm. were there and we got the um the impossible sliders yeah which were very good as well the ribs were good uh the sliders all the food was great um nomad lounge is if you're going to the Animal Kingdom Park, um, highly recommend going to No Man Lounge. And we got great views. We were out there since we were there so early. Wonderful table right, right. by the water. We could watch a lot of the little boat cavalcades that would come by with right. carrying the characters and wave to them as they went around. And yeah. it was just, it just really peaceful and nice way to finish the end part
1: of the morning. Right, exactly. So, yeah, it was fun. Yeah,
0: it was fun. And from there, we just kind of walked around, checked out the place, took a lot of pictures with some of the photo pass, um, mm-hmm.
1: photographers, yeah. and
0: um, just had a good
1: day at the Animal yeah. Kingdom Park. Yeah, definitely. And we did a, uh, we went over, we took the train.
0: We did. We took the train down uh, to Rafiki's uh, Planet Watch. Right. Which is always, we like the train there. We always yeah. like to go down to the Planet Watch to see if
1: they have anything going on down there, animal-wise. Yeah. And they, that's also where they have um, where you can do the animation yeah. as well. They also have a petting zoo there. Um, if you're doing the um, wilderness adventures, there's, that's where you get some mm-hmm. of the badges as well. So.
0: It's just always do fun to do a train in Disney because, I know. you
1: know, Walt loved his trains and that's a that's a fun
0: train to do. You can see a couple of the, um, almost the back lot areas of where they, you know, you may see them if you watched, uh, uh, you know, the... Uh, magic of Disney's Animal right. Kingdom on that geo, as Michelle was mentioning earlier, uh, where some of the animals they 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 put them through some things that they n- need to get done, or mm-hmm. where they store them when they're not uh, on show. Right. Per right. se, yeah. Um, you can see some of those areas, um, back there. Uh, and there's some other interesting things that happened there too and as Michelle mentioned uh, you can learn to draw some characters the animation experience mm-hmm. is there they, do, they focus on um, Disney animals there when we were there they were drawing Bambi right um, so uh, but there's lots of stuff that goes on there it's worth it it's worth a little trip down there yeah. for sure to check it out uh, it, it's really interesting so and again it started to get warm and this rain was coming so and we also had some plans for the evening so we decided to go ahead and call it in the you know early mid afternoon and head back to our resort and relax actually catch up on a little sleep because it was a late night the night before we were up early and they knew it was going to be a late night that night because we were going to go to the extended hours at magic kingdom now this is a benefit if you're staying at one of the deluxe resorts or the deluxe villa resorts we were staying at both right (laughs) (laughs) for this um after the park technically closes you have a couple extra hours or up to a couple extra hours to spend at particular
1: parks on particular days. Right. I, I believe they're, they're scheduled throughout, Um, I don't know how far out it goes. I think it goes out at least till August. It might go out a little further. But Epcot and Magic Kingdom right. are the parks. And and like Tom said, it's it's free if you're at those resorts. It's not a ticketed event. Um, but they do have a fair amount of the attractions available that, mm-hmm. that you can experience you know later at night when it's there's less people in the parks
0: so when so. you're staying at those resorts obviously you're paying probably a pretty penny for it or you're using a fair amount of DVC points to stay yeah, there yeah. so this is a perk that you should definitely take advantage of because i'm telling you when you go there the park is. Fairly empty yeah. compared to what you're going to see during the day. And you can walk on.
1: I mean, literally walk on to a fair amount of attractions right, there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they still have um, for Tron, the virtual queue that if you're staying there, you can. Um, yeah, that's the only people that can do it. Um, right. You can, you
0: can uh, try and get that virtual queue starting at 6 p.m. Right. Uh, if you are staying at
1: one of these resorts and are doing the extended hours. Right. Um, but like for a lot of the other, other attractions, you can, like Tom said, you can walk on. I mean, obviously as it got a little later, it was definitely walk on a little bit more. Um, at first, some of them may have a little bit of a, um, time frame where it's, a, you know, clo- but l- not as much as what you would see during the day. But yeah, less
0: than what you would see in normal times. Like, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was still... A fairly lengthy queue, at least when we walked by there. But it was forty-five minutes as compared to like seventy right. minutes, and yeah, so
1: yeah. And it might have even gone down a little bit. I would bet it, that l- less if, of a time if because we, we had gone by there near the end when we were
0: when we were about to walk out. It probably was a lot less, than right? That.
1: Because we did. Um, we actually went on a Peter Pan flight because that's something that's really it's usually a ridiculously <laughs> long wait right. for that attraction. You know, and when we when we first went there at the beginning of the, the that time frame that it's open the extended hours um it was they were saying 30 minutes i don't know if it was really that because it seemed like it wasn't much later that we went back to it and it was 5 minutes yeah it was almost a walk on yeah. um we did walk right on to pirates of the caribbean yeah.
0: we walked on to big thunder mountain um there were a couple other attractions i think uh, space mountain had a decent weight. Um, but there were several other tracks we could have walked on to, you know, not, shouldn't surprise you, but small world right, or yeah. Winnie the Pooh right, or some of yeah, these that, right. that were open. Uh, surprisingly, uh, the, the TTA people mover. It's one of the few not things. Not are... open. Yeah. We were shocked. We yeah. were excited to go on the people mover because you get such great nighttime views right. from it. We were like, can't wait to go on the people mover. It was not open. That was a little bit of a disappointment for us. But other than that, um, we had a great time, got some pictures taken. Again, the park is mostly empty. And um, by the way, how they do this is they you scan your magic band or your ticket or right. whatever at, at every uh, location that the you go in, yep. at every attraction. Um, that's how they verify that you are staying at one of these resorts and it's okay that you go ahead
1: and go on this attraction. Right, yeah. So before you can even enter the queue, they're, they're validating that you can actually, mm-hmm. that you meet the criteria. Right.
0: Um, but it was nice. I mean, you know, like I said, wide open to walk through the park and we really enjoyed it. And we'll definitely be taking advantage of that again, our next time that we have that availability to us.
1: Right now at the magic kingdom, and I can't speak to the, to the Epcot extended hours, but at the magic kingdom, um, most of the stores were not open. I mean, obviously the, the ones on main street, USA were the ones like the one that you go right into from pirates, pirates is open, things like that. But you know, some of the other shops and um, eateries were not, but the ice cream shop was open. Yeah. Casey's um, was open. Yeah. I think fryer, uh, the fryer's nook was open.
0: Um, right. There were a couple of places to get food if you wanted yeah. to get food. By the way, we didn't end up showing up there till like 1030 at night. It had been raining again for yeah. most of the afternoon. And we were debating on whether we were going to go or not, but it slowed down for a bit. So we decided let's do this thing. Let's go. Um, and it ended up actually stopping raining. So that was perfect for us. Right. And we, so we ended up being there almost an hour and a half. We got there almost 1030 and yeah. left just before midnight, which yeah, was is like 1155 when it was all done. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, we went on a few attractions and just walked around and it was really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. So with another late night, mm-hmm. we decided the next day we're going to take it pretty easy. Although we did decide, let's go ahead and get up early and do the, tour of the Wilderness Lodge right. that they have. It's a free tour that they give, uh, I think it's every day. Every day,
1: yeah. At um, 9 a.m. Uh-huh.
0: At 9 a.m. This was Thursday, May 25th that they did this. So you, what you do if you want to do this tour, uh, is you meet in the lobby of the Wilderness Lodge and one of their rangers uh will go and take you around and kind of explain the story uh behind the Wilderness Lodge that what the imagineers um thought of when they plotted this out and give you some interesting facts about how it was
1: built and, and what you can find throughout the resort. Right. And, um, you don't have to be staying at that resort. They don't ask for any verification. You know, I don't I think that ever is their intention. They just really want to, you know, showcase the resort. Um, but yeah, if you've ever been to Wilderness Lodge and they have that giant uh, fireplace, that's the area that you can just go and Wait till um, they come up and start the the tour, and they actually give you some great information and handouts at the end, and so it was awesome. Yeah, it was
0: really interesting. If you ever done like the um, what is it called, the art of the theme tour mm-hmm. on Disney Cruise Line, um, it's kind of like that, where you know they, they have someone take you through and explain to what the Imagineers were thinking when they made this and why things are a certain way and. You know, there's some interesting facts that you'll find out throughout it. And yeah, if you if you wanted to have a little time, uh, if you're looking for a day to just kind of chill and do something interesting and learn something about um, some of these resorts, I uh, highly recommend you check it out if you're ever at the Wilderness Lodge.
1: Yeah, it's um, it definitely ties in some of the uh, storytelling for as they renovated some of the parts of the property as well as some of the historical parts of when they uh, first opened Wilderness Lodge. So you you really get a blend of great information. Right. So this was a day we decided to do very
0: little. Um, we just decided this was going to be a day to kind of relax and chill mm-hmm. and enjoy the resort. So we went to the pool afterwards. It was a great pool day. We laid out mm-hmm. and, and found a great spot and just enjoyed our time there. Got a little couple drinks at the pool. Got yes. some food delivered right. to us at the pool. Had a great server. Um, that would come by and give us his stuff. first day working. It was, it was his th- first real day working. Right. I mean, he'd already gone. He would earned his ears, right. Uh, but it was his first real day working and he was pleasant and wonderful. And even gave Michelle a surprise drink that she wasn't, she didn't know what she was going to get. Right.
1: And she enjoyed <laughs> it very much and it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so. a, it was a fun way to just, just, chill out yeah
0: and so we that's what we'd spent much of the day doing and uh then it started to rain again (laughs) because that was kind of the theme of this trip it was raining this uh,
1: one was really every
0: afternoon right so we enjoyed the rain for a while and then we decided to we one of the things that we received um from the front desk and from Our park ranger, as Mm -hmm. we were doing the tour, was a hidden Mickey scavenger hunt uh, through the Wilderness Lodge. And we got another one that goes through um, Boulder Ridge as well. Uh, They say these are for kids, but man, kids must be able to see things much better than us (laughs) because we struggled to find all these hidden Mickeys in all these places, even with clues laying them out for us. Yeah,
1: yeah. They definitely were not... um easy at all but they were fun they were fun
0: and it's a good way to kind of explore the resort it takes you throughout the lobby the atriums Mm -hmm. um, into some of the the lounges and restaurants and um, you do get to check out some interesting areas of the resort for sure Uh, and, um, yeah, if you're just looking for something, especially on a rainy day, um, something to kill some time, um, it was fun. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you can pick that up right at the front desk desk, if you're you're looking for them. We didn't know they had the Boulder Ridge one until we turned in, uh, the actual wilderness Wilderness lodge Lodge one. one. By the way, if you finish the wilderness lodge one, there's a little reward for finishing it. So it's not, don't expect something great, but it is, you get get a little reward for doing that. Um, nothing for the Boulder Ridge one, but it's fun to do anyway. Right, yes. So, so that was it. We decided to call it. It had been a busy day mm-hmm. the, you know, the days before. This time we called it a little early because we knew we were going to have to pack up and get going the next morning really early because we were checking out of our resort the next day and we had an early call at Magic Kingdom right. Park. But most importantly, it was Michelle's birthday <laughs> on Friday, May 26th. Take note of that, everybody. Oh, it's Michelle's please. birthday on May 26th. <laughs> Um, so we wanted to celebrate her birthday by doing something we haven't done. And I want to say it's been six years since the last time we did yeah, this. I couldn't remember exactly when. That yeah. was the Keys to the Kingdom tour at Magic Kingdom. Michelle, did you have a good time I on your a, birthday on the Keys to the Kingdom
1: tour? I had a great time on my birthday, and actually a magical time on my birthday, and I had a great time on the tour. Um, like you said, we have taken it years ago, um, but it's always those type of experiences that you learn something new each time, uh, different tour guides bring in different, uh, flavors and experiences and, and how they share the information. We even noted that the time, because they offer multiples each day, multi- start times that, um, the time can give you an opportunity to experience something differently. Like if you're going pre-park opening, it's quiet, there's not m- many people around and, and that's, Pretty cool to do that. Uh, if you do it a little later in the morning, you might be experiencing some things like w- seeing some of the performers out in the backstage areas and or parade floats and things like that. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we did the later tour. Uh, I think it's the latest tour they had. Yeah. Thirty. Uh, because knowing knowing we needed to check out of our resort, we right. wanted to give us a little bit of a buffer to get the stuff, because we always take more stuff than we ever need for any of these trips. (laughs) Um, So we wanted to get that out and get checked out and everything and then get over there um, so we did that and we did that in plenty of time. Uh, matter of fact, we got there early enough that we were able to, you know, kind of take some pictures. Mm-hmm. We were able to take some of the motorized vehicles were running down main street, which right. you know, they'll, a lot of times they'll shut those down mid or very early in the morning right. because it just gets too busy there. Um, but they had some of them running. So we were like, Hey, let's take advantage of that. And we yeah. took a little car ride down main street, uh, which was a lot of fun. Got some pictures and they actually it was one of the brand new cast members. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, still with the trainee trainer. Right. Offered to take some pictures of us in the car in front of the castle, which yeah. was really, really fun and really nice. I uh, enjoyed that. So we did that, checked into her, and then we did the tour. Um, our tour guide, Becca, mm-hmm. she was great. Yeah. Um, she did bring something a little different to the table. She, um, it's interesting enough, and she told us this, that she had worked at 15 different attractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, I think it was all at Magic Kingdom. Wouldn't she say yeah, they were all at Magic Kingdom? Sure. Yeah. Um, she's worked at several, so she knew a lot of these attractions right. really well um, because she had worked at them. Including one of the things that she has done is she was a, a jungle cruise skipper, skipper. Mm-hmm. and that definitely came across in her presentation of the Keys to the Kingdom tour because she was funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, her humor style definitely tied in on that, and it was just funny. I mean, just from the very beginning, um, you know. And, and I know they have to go through certain uh, announcements and rules, you know, so for example here, um, that it's, you know, if you're going, you can't be taking pictures. So you have to have your cell phones put away. But just how she announced that and, and talked about it or the fact that, you know, it's a rain or shine, you know, but I, I just love the, the beginning. She's like, okay, we're bonding. We're like family now. And um, I'm not afraid to turn around, turn <laughs> come back, tour around. turn this door around if you're not following these instructions and things like that. But she was just really throughout the tour, did some funny little, um, comic kind of things yeah that was great so um so the keys to the kingdom tour if you don't know what this
0: is it's a five-hour tour uh through magic kingdom that takes you both uh, on stage and backstage Mm -hmm. and describes a lot of the stuff that um you know is behind the history of the park and the history of disney in general um and really you know gives you some insight into the different attractions why things are the way they are within the park right um, yeah, I will tell you this. If you're, if you're one of those people that wants to keep the magic, like you don't want, you just want the magic there. You don't want to know what's behind, you know, right. right. The what, curtain. <laughs> right. Um, this isn't the tour for you because right. you do go, you know, into some of the backstage areas and some of you know, right. that, that will show you how some of the inner workings. Um, but if that's for you, you're going to love this tour. It's, you know, I I would say it's not for kids. It's for adults, mostly because the, you know, kids are going to get a little bored, maybe with all the information over five hours. Yeah. Uh, You do get lunch in it. Uh, Our lunch this time was at uh, Pecos Bills. Mm -hmm. Um, So we stopped for a half an hour for lunch there, which was nice. Plenty of restroom breaks throughout it. Um, You do get some water at the beginning of Mm it. Um, but we really did some interesting stuff. As Michelle mentioned, I'm not going to give everything away, but we were lucky enough that we were backstage as the uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade was getting ready to head out. Right. And we got to see some of the performers getting ready to head on to some of those floats and get set. So, And then we, we walked out back outside right before we went to lunch by Pecos Bill's the parade was going by so we got to see almost that transformation of right. what was backstage and what it went when they actually went on show and uh, got to check it out and it right. was really really interesting and cool that it was I, int- that may have been my favorite part of the whole tour. yeah
1: yeah that that was and there were some other things too but no spoilers here um a couple things uh, additional to point out is that yes it's 5 hours um if you're you do get discounts if you're an annual pass holder um and I believe DVC member, you you do get discounts for that. Um, the lunch was included. You got to order. Um, they did a gr- they do a great job. You order it when you're first checking in, and then they have it set up ready for you to, you know, like a grab and go. But you're, you know, at the tables, ready set for you when you get there. Um, it is a definite like you said, predominantly behind the scenes, although there is some... I don't think it's predominantly behind the scenes. Well, I think it's no.
0: mostly actually on show. That's and then...
1: true, but predominantly wise, the wise, I guess. Right, yeah. but you do yeah. get a
0: good portion of uh, behind the behind scenes Behind the stuff. scenes, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but really kind of explaining some of the details that um, you tend to overlook. You may or may not know that, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people know about the the windows and how they pay homage to different people, um, you know, and obviously in this tour they they highlight some of the key ones of that and, and you know why they're at where they're at or why they mean what they mean, um, but yeah, it, and you also do get to go into the utilidor. Yeah, if this if you've always wanted to go see what the utilidors are all
0: about, this is the tour for you. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, it was really
0: cool. It was as good as I remember it. Mm -hmm. It was different from the last time we did it. Right. By the way, the last time we did it, um, you used to be able to, while you were on tour, as long as you weren't in a backstage area, you could use your phone, take some pictures or whatever. They have since changed that rule. You cannot record anything during the tour or even have your phone out during any aspect of the tour. So know that going in, if you're someone who can't go five hours without,
1: well, you have your lunch break and a couple breaks. Yeah, lunch break. And she said bathroom breaks and the lunch break. You do get plenty of bathroom breaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Um, we got at least... Five, I think right but
0: if you die yeah. if you go 10 minutes without being able to look at your phone may not be the thing for you to do right
1: right <laughs> or if you're expecting a call or right. something like that that yeah this is you know that could be a, an issue um,
0: but it was it was great I loved it yeah. I'll do it again I mean mm-hmm. I probably won't do it next week right you know but um, it was so much fun. And so even though a lot of the stuff we'd heard before, there was new stuff that we learned, new areas that we visited, mm-hmm. new stuff that we saw. Right. Um, I think it, there's there's a good chance that depending on what's going on and at different times, like Michelle was mentioning mm-hmm. already, with different times you take the tour right. of what your experience might be. Yeah. And the different the tour, tour guides, guides. Yeah. bring their own little twist, their own little flair yeah. uh, to the the tour. Although I think it's mostly follows along a basic concept. Right. Yes. But they add things or, you know, different Just things. their personalities yeah. too. Our, 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 our tour guide, like I said, she's, she obviously loves Disney very much. She um, worked there for a long time, um, worked at various attractions mm-hmm. now is uh, worked her way up to being a tour guide and guest service person. Um, and she's apparently big into run Disney because she had done Dopey a couple of times right. she had a tattoo on her ankle that was uh, the 48.6 for Dopey right. so um, she's, she's not just it's not just a job for her right. she actually loves Disney and it came across in the tour
1: yeah exactly so yeah that passion for yeah. sure so
0: uh, a lot of fun um great highly recommended again mm-hmm. especially if you've done if you have a more if you if you've done if you have a long Stay at Disney, or you've done Magic Kingdom so many times. Maybe it's an adult trip and you're looking for something interesting to do um, to learn more about it. Right. Highly, highly, highly recommended. Exactly. Yeah. So that was about it. We, you know, it was a five hour tour, took up most of our day. We went and got some Dole Whips and um, you decided, let's let's head on home. home. And uh, that was pretty much completed our May 2023 Walt Disney World trip.
1: Yeah. It was, really uh, tons of fun it was great to go kind of back into being the tourists this time because we haven't done that as quite as much as we have in the past so um it was wonderful uh, great time of year I, you know i would say if you're ever looking for a time where it's not too crowded you know overly crowded is the week before Memorial day weekend. I mean, we saw as the week progressed, things got busier, obviously on Thursday and Friday, uh, there were more people checking into the hotels and things like that. But it, it was actually, um, a great time that it wasn't super super busy yeah
0: even even on Friday and we were walking through Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. yeah while there are plenty of people there we've noted we've seen way more people there on different dates it wasn't that bad but I can imagine as people were traveling out Friday afternoon into today as we're recording this on Saturday it's probably a lot different now but uh, yeah that week it wasn't it wasn't bad Epcot wasn't bad when we were there it was not that crowded it was not uh, it was it's not a bad time to go there as long as you can deal with some of the heat and possible rain yes exactly (laughs) uh but yeah if you have any questions that you want us to answer about you know the keys of the kingdom tour or some of these other things we experience moonlight magic whatever it may be we'd always be happy to answer them feel free to hit us up on social media through the gmail account whatever Um, we want to be there for you exactly exactly it's a great time. Obviously we talk for a long time about it as all we right. do about all our trip recaps. It's okay because you know what? This was a celebration of Michelle. because oh, Michelle always <laughs> deserves
1: to be celebrated every week, but especially on her birthday. Oh, day, you're for sweet. Sure, you're for very sure. sweet. And thank you to everybody who um, reached out through social media with your warm, birthday wishes. I did see them all on my birthday. I just didn't get a chance to a respond busy. to everybody until busy. the day after. But I want you to know it, it all um, came through and, and I saw them on my birthday and it made it much more special it because was, of it. Well,
0: Michelle is special. And so it was nice of you oh, all no. to treat her that way. Thank um, you. It yes. was very sweet. Very sweet. Let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week. I only have a couple for you this week. Ooh, I'm going to start go with, oh, Michelle has one. So <laughs> just wait because you know the best stories coming <laughs> later. Um, just weather the storm through these few stories until you get to the actual good story. Uh, I'm going to start with the live action. The Little Mermaid is hit theaters and we're going to tell you about some experiences you can enjoy based on the hit film. This from the Disney Parks blog. They said, we invite you to become part of our world. It kind of reminds me of some people that we might be meeting this week. Part of our world. That's right. Yeah. At Disney parks, as we celebrate the release of the little mermaid now playing in theaters, that's right. Mm-hmm. And a big hit. Here are some of the exclusive offerings coming to Disney parks that you will truly, that will truly show you that life is the bubbles. <laughs> As previously announced, Ariel from the all new live action story will be making special appearances at select Disney parks this summer. Guests can be a part of her world at Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, and Disneyland Paris. At Walt Disney World at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can find her at Walt Disney Presents. And you can make your way through the queue to discover stunning concept art from the development of the new film, vibrant illustrations, including Ariel's journey from sea to land. Then step into a picturesque setting of Prince Eric's shoreside castle where you're invited to meet Ariel on a beautiful terrace with sweeping views of the sea. Meanwhile, at the Disneyland Resort, Uh, Ariel will greet guests in Fantasyland near It's a Small World. Guests may discover Ariel where the land meets the sea in a location inspired by Eric's Castle Library, complete with who's-its and what's-its galore. (laughs) And during her visit to Disneyland Paris, Ariel and her friends will invite guests to dance and play along with them in an unforgettable musical moment. So fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I know that Ariel has made her presence at Disneyland, Disney parks for years in her mermaid form. Mm-hmm. So, this is very cool now that uh, she's sharing with us her human form. Yes. Uh, so
0: cool. Uh, I've seen some of the pictures of her. She mm-hmm. looks great. I've, she's already out there. I've seen some people, some of our friends on social media, mm-hmm. getting a chance to visit with her. It looks really fun. Long wait early on, but that's because it's a hit. And yes. It's going to be a, it's, it's really cool. So, um, very happy for everybody who gets to go and visit with ariel now by the way if i ever scope ariel uh it's because we have a nurse that i work with her name is ariel so sometimes i always have to correct myself when i talk to her and say ariel but sometimes when i'm talking about ariel uh, it may confuse me a little bit so just know that if i ever slip into that How that's funny. the problem yes Uh, Also, there are some new food offerings and themed merchandise that are throughout the parks and both Disney Springs and the downtown Disney district. And you can become part of Ariel, got it right, (laughs) Ariel's World as uh, your photo joined the gadgets and gizmos in her grotto. At the Magic Kingdom Park, all guests can take can capture a special animated magic shot by visiting the Disney Photo Pass photographer near Prince Eric's Castle. And at Disney's California Adventure Park, magic key holders can capture a special video with the photographer near the Silly Symphony Swings. That's uh, going on through May 31st, so just this week, just for a few mm. days. So just be prepared for that. So, um, But that's really cool. I, some cool photo opportunities yeah. Along with your chance to meet Ariel as well, but if right. you don't want to wait for
1: an hour, two hours, whatever <laughs> it is,
0: um, then you still have some possibilities of sure. getting some good Little Mermaid fun as well. Yeah,
1: love love the new photo ops for
0: sure, for sure. I know Michelle was uh, showing me when we were we were stopped to get some food at Epcot some of the uh, the pass lenses right. that are on the uh, My Disney Experience app, and uh, trying to get me to work those, and I'm just I just can't. Because... <laughs> I just don't understand it, Gotta but she's selfies. really good at them. Yes, she's really good at them. So if you ever want to learn more about them, contact Michelle because <laughs> not only does she do the best research, have the best list, she's yeah. the best with the photo pass lenses apparently. So, no uh, moving on. If you're a Walt Disney World annual pass holder, we have some great news for you. Yeah. This is from an email from the Walt Disney World Resort. They said, "Say hello to VI pass holder days. Get that VIP." I pass yeah. yeah, like how you did that. Or, or they, or did, they that. did that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. Right. As I thank you for being one of our most valued guests, we invite you to take advantage of these limited time offerings and experience coming, experiences coming to the Walt Disney World Resort starting on May 31st, so this week. Uh, and Epcot is the place for, to be for pass holders where you can save 20% at select outdoor kitchens. Yeah, that's great it news. Is. Uh, You can also purchase figment-inspired snacks at Sunshine Seasons and relax in a limited time exclusive space with dedicated pass holder seating. I believe that's also around Sunshine Seasons as well, right? That's right. So that's pretty cool. Also, you can capture the pass holder magic with special Disney Photo Pass offerings in Epcot and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park featuring some fan favorite characters. That's fun. And you can add one little spark of imagination to your collection with the newest, annual pass holder magnet featuring yes you got it right figment (laughs) (laughs) Woo! which you can pick up at creation shop in epcot beginning on may 31st we just happen to be going next week yeah june 1st right you know we'll be picking up our figment
1: magnet for sure and we're excited about it oh yeah exactly um the the these pass holder days actually run through june so May 31st through the end of the month of June. And um, they also have discounts. They're increasing the things that you normally get a discount. So if you normally, uh, at places that you would get a 20% discount for like merchandise, you'll get a 30% discount at those select locations. Um, and similar to some things that maybe only a 10% discount, they increased it to 20% discount. So some really good uh, opportunities to buy things, right? With that discount,
0: it's all laid out on the My Disney Experience app, where they have the the pass holder buzz there. Mm-hmm. You can also find it on the uh, Walt Disney World website right. uh, as well, and uh, look up for the pass holder information. So, if you want to know where those locations yeah. are that you get the ex- uh, the extensive discount, the extra discount, right. um, before you're going um you can check that out there but if worse comes to worse be sure and ask about the discount yeah yeah um, ah, And but it's, it's great it's news nice,
1: yeah and that they have some specialty foods like you were mm-hmm. kind of mentioning in coffee's coffee shops um i don't know if it's all of them uh, but it's in the in the information there for you that they have some specialty um, coffee drinks nice. for annual pass holders. Looking forward to checking some of that out here when we're here there in just a few days. Yeah, again. So, uh,
0: Very, very cool. Now, that's it for my Disney Stories of the Week, but let's get to the real stories here. <laughs> Michelle has a Disney Story of the Week. Michelle, uh, let us know what the, the biggest story is of the week. <laughs> I don't week. know
1: if, it's, if it tops I think it's at least equivalent to, to some of the information you're sharing there. Uh, but June is... Um, pride month. And Mm. so Disney, uh, resorts and parks are going to be celebrating with special foods and beverages to, to highlight that. Um, it, the list is amazingly long. So I obviously won't do that here. You could go to, the, you know, go check out the Disney Eats foodie guide uh, for Pride Month 2023, but really spectacularly stunning um, dishes here, you know, that that really highlight, you know, for, for Pride Month. But one of the things that I think, there were so many things that I, I saw there that I was like, yeah, I, I want to buy that. I want to drink that. I want to eat that. Um, but one of the things that kind of made me chuckle a little bit is over at the Uh, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort at Pineapple Lanai is they have the Pride Float, (laughs) which is a vanilla pink and blue soft serve float representing the transgender flag colors with Fanta pineapple topped with sprinkles and white chocolate decor, which looks really lovely. I I think if I could only have one of their treats, I would head over to Disney's Riviera Resort at Le Petit Cafe and have the Pride Italian Cookies, Mm -hmm. which is the... French Japan raspberry jam and dark chocolate shell um, cookies that are in the 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 rainbow colors dipped in chocolate with a little, some little gold. Sounds good. Uh, you know, uh, adornments to it, but there's just so many really creative and beautiful dishes, and and um, cocktails, and some non-alcoholic beverages as well uh, that that I recommend you taking the opportunity to help celebrate with Pride Month and enjoy some special, unique dishes that you don't get to try otherwise. Yes, yeah,
0: very cool. And we also got to check out some of the Pride merchandise. The all yeah. new pride merchandise. Both we saw it actually, we saw it at Vero Beach first last week and I saw it. And I was like, wow, this is really cool stuff! Didn't know like that was like the first day it right. came out.
1: <laughs> we were there, we
0: didn't know we were there for a premiere, right? <laughs> um, but then we saw some more of it, obviously, on our Walt Disney World trip that we talked about. And some of it is stunning stuff. I mean, really, yeah. really good looking
1: stuff. Um, so definitely check that out when you're out there. Really, really cool. Yeah, you can go to Disney Parks blog also to check out the food, or like I said, just check out their foodie guide. Um, but really, really cool. They're stunning dishes. Yeah, that, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff,
0: and uh, you know, uh, it's it, it's a nice way to just for us all to celebrate yeah. Pride Month for sure, as we exactly. all should. Exactly, we all should. As so. we
1: learned with yesterday's uh, keys to the kingdom tour, um, they reiterated the the four main keys that the company ha- is based on, and then the fifth key of inclusion that you know, really ties everything together.
0: Yeah, we are LGBTQ plus advocates and uh, uh, it's great to see it um, being showcased even more so in the park right. with every growing day. We're, we, we couldn't be more happy for that. Exactly. For sure. So that's it for the Disney Stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do that, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, awesome, <laughs> all things great in the world. You know, she does the best research. She definitely has the best list. Tell you what, she has the very
1: best birthdays.
0: (laughs) But she definitely has the very best
1: tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. All right. Well, you're just too kind uh, with all those sweet compliments. Um, You know, and... Before I give my tip, I guess this is like a a partial tip, uh, more of a reminder, but May 31st is the start date of when you can uh, start booking for 2024 resort reservations, as well as for the Disney dining plan. So if you are looking to do that, um, May 31st is your start date for that. Um, but now for the tip of the week, and that is um, kind of related to what we were talking about with our trip to uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. You know, if, you, if you're if you interested in uh, watching, you know, some of the live animal caring, uh, they have that viewing area that they call it um, the Veterinarian Treatment Room over at the Conservation Station. But Our tip relating to that actually has to do, there's two of them, is first of all, mornings are when you're most likely going to see the team there um, doing, whether it's specialty care or annual checkups to to all of, you know, to each of their different animals that are there. Mornings are when you're most likely going to see that because that's when they focus on doing that that care. Uh, The other thing is Wednesdays. Is the day of the week that they go out to the fields to the larger animals that they really can't fit into that treatment center. So that day is not a day that you'll see uh, typically, unless something has happened and there's like a, a specialty procedure needing to be done on that Wednesday. But typically, the vet team is not in the that area on Wednesdays. All right. So
0: if you're looking to go down there, that is one of the peaks, uh, the perks about going down to the. Uh, to the um, uh, Rafiki's, Rafiki's Planet Watch is that the opportunity that you get to yeah. see some of these veterinarians that you see in the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, for example, working on, you know, a lot of times it's just doing checkups on these animals to make sure that they're okay. Um, but know that on Wednesdays, um, if that's what your your goal is,
1: right. you may not get that yeah. opportunity. Yeah, like I said. And, and in actuality, uh, well, a couple things I want to bring up about this is when they are there doing any kind of, um, veterinarian care at that center, um, they also have so you're watching it through the glass there the glass window but they also have a cast member out giving explanations and typically what we have seen is it is another veterinarian mm-hmm. uh, or at least somebody who is highly knowledgeable about animal care that can explain as well what's going on in that room answer your questions related to that animal or, or other animals um, we even saw Oh, I can't remember the veterinarian's name that is on. Um, yeah, the the Nat Geo. We, we saw a couple of them there that right. we we recognized from the show. Right, and they were the ones outside with the guests being mm-hmm. able to explain. We things. saw
0: one inside working right. with the the animals, and, and then one, one that was outside talking right. with guests.
1: Um, you know, so so that that's really cool. Um, but they also explained that on any given day, if there is something that is a higher priority or an unexpected situation that they're not going to be in the room. Like if some, like they said, the example they gave is when, you know, one of the uh, animals were giving birth. And I think it was one of the hippos w- was starting delivery in the morning. Everybody went out there mm-hmm. to help with that. So they didn't do their planned um, scheduled animal care in the veterinarian center that day. So, it is possible you can get out there but it's un- and not see something, but it's unlikely, yeah, except for they, Wednesday. They had to get on the phone and call up to all
0: the animals and say, you know, we need to reschedule because of this emergency. <laughs> well, what right. date is good for you? <laughs> exactly. We have this available. Is that
1: Will that work for your schedule? I guess they ruffled some feathers. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Boy, we need to get this episode over. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. I guess we're up to your tip. Yeah, let's get to
0: our tip quickly so we can get out of here after <laughs> that one. Um, my quick, my tip really quickly is we mentioned that and this is also refers to our recent trip to Walt Disney World um, where we did a pool day and that we had mm-hmm. a nice spot to enjoy the pool at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Um, the reason why we had this really nice spot uh, is that we headed over to the Boulder Ridge Cove Pool, which is kind of the quiet pool off to the side. You know, there's the main pool. It's down by the geyser and everything. This is kind of the side pool that's off kind of near the cabins and by Boulder Ridge. It's more of a little quieter kind of pool, theoretically. Um, but it's it's a really nice, nice pool. Um, I think it's kind of, it, it just in general, goes by the wayside that people don't know it's right. there because it tends to be relatively uncrowded. Another interesting aspect, and here's my real tip, is is that if you go in there, you're going to find some areas off to the side of it that look like little cabanas, essentially. Like right. if you go to some pools, you'll see some areas that, like this, you know, there'll be a sign there that says this is reserved for somebody, or there'll right. be a family there and they they've paid for that spot to stay all day. Well, as we're recording this episode <laughs> on Saturday, May twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, if you see those little cabanas and you don't see anybody in there with any stuff yeah, in there at Boulder Ridge. At yeah. Boulder Ridge, you can take advantage of those cabanas. They have some cushion couches, some cushioned chairs, even some have some cushion loungers right. in there, um, undercover. Right little tables in there. They are not reserved for anybody, but I think people, most people, and even we thought maybe that was the case the first time we went to the pool. We were like, I don't know. Should we go there or not? We went there two days in a row. There was no signage. There's nothing saying that, you know, if you want to book this, you know, give us a call. This space is reserved for so-and-so family, nothing like that. So we just went there, claimed our spot. We're able to sit there all day and enjoy it no extra cost right (laughs) it was fantastic take advantage of that not when we're there because we want to do it take advantage (laughs) of that though if you happen to be staying at disney's wilderness lodge again as long as they're still doing this right now as we were telling you today this was available while we were there for no
1: cost right um you know and what's you know, Tom mentioned that it, it really is nice that it's undercover and you have cushion seats, um, compared to the to the rest of the areas. Now if you're looking to just lounge and get full on sun, this is not, the, the, place this not the place for it. But it, it is really much more comfortable. Um, they don't have some of the services that you would get at the other ones that you are paying for, like you usually there's some snacks involved, or possibly a little refrigerator or, or you know, service, etc. Um, it's not that, but it for free, it's. Amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing
0: spot with, like I said, cushioned chairs to sit in undercover if you're not someone who wants to sit out in the sun. Right. And if you are, if you have your family there, you know, I'm not going to say you should leave that and just not be sitting there and be sitting right. out in the sun and just have your stuff there. But if you have a couple family members in the shade, you want to go sit in a lounger in the sun, there's plenty of loungers sure, in the sun yeah. that you can go yeah. enjoy some time.
1: Right. Or, you know, it like if you're going, you know, kind of like I did, I went out in the pool for a little mm-hmm. while and then
0: came back and sat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Definitely. As long as this is still going on where they're not currently charging for it, if you have a stay booked, take advantage of it. Now, yeah. I can't promise you that's going to stay forever. But as of today, that's what was going on and we took advantage of it. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we hope that you
0: get the chance to do that as well. So that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, you know we love food. (laughs) We also love mobile ordering food. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of the favorite dishes we have that we can take advantage of that mobile ordering Gift that Disney gives us when we go to the parks.
1: Yeah, I know that we've always talked about how Disney really has nailed the process of mobile ordering, and um, we have run across some real gems uh, of things. Just thinking that we needed to eat quickly, but there there are things that we would definitely and have gone back over and over. So we thought that would be kind of fun to talk
0: about. Yeah, we'll talk about some of our favorite mobile ordering dishes, and maybe some of our favorite mobile ordering spots as right. well, like our favorite quick service restaurants where we mobile order from often. Um, we'd love to know yours as well. Uh, send them to us either through the Gmail account on social media and we'll share those on the show as well. So yeah, that'll be a lot of fun talking. I mean, we always like to talk food, you know. Right.
1: Yeah, because uh, our, we wouldn't be limiting this just to Walt Disney World because there's some really great places at Disneyland For
0: sure. 100%. 100%. Also, as I mentioned earlier, our five-year anniversary show, technically it should be next week but we've got a lot of stuff going on and I want to get a lot of stuff together for it. So we're going to be doing that the week after. So you have that much time. If you want to be a part of that show, whether it be through a video clip, an audio clip, something written to us, please hit us up, social media again, the Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you because we want you to be part of that five-year celebration.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely
0: so as for today's show we appreciate that you join us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com also we are on social media we're on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion Adventures podcast if you are on facebook come on over and join us for some good positive disney energy fun on our hyperion adventurers facebook group group Easy for me to say. <laughs> also, we are on YouTube. You want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And as I just mentioned, if you want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com.
1: And if you'd like to help support this show, which many of you already do, and we appreciate that, but also uh, there are some really easy ways that we love to share with you. You could just do a five-star review, tell a family friend member about it, or if you would like, you could get some nice swag at our Spreadshirt shop. That's on our link tree, or even consider becoming a Patreon, which we have uh, programs starting at two dollars a month. Yep,
0: it's, uh, there are many, many ways to support the show. But yes. mostly, we appreciate the support it just by listening to the show. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.